Shalom to all. Today's office Ksubas Tafches. We are starting Zion Omer Beis, the second to last line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah Basib, Yaakov Meisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Yosef Yontef, Ben Rabbi Anshul, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now we continue talking about the Sheva Brachas. Tana Rabbanu, we have a Brisa. Mivarchem Berachas Hasana Ba'asara Kol Sheva. All seven days that we're going to make the Sheva Brachas. Remember that's what Berachas Hasanim is. We're going to do it with ten people. On Rav Yehuda, he says, Ushabah Panim Chadashes. That's only if there's Panim Chadashes. If there's someone new over there, if there isn't anyone new, so then we're not going to say the Sheva Brachas. Only if there's Panim Chadashas, a new face, so then we make Sheva Brachas. Now the Gemara asks, My Mavarich, what are the Sheva Brachas? What do we make? Am Rav Yehuda, he says, He created everything for his covet. That's Bracha number one. Bracha number two ends off, He fashions man. Bracha number three is, He fashioned man in his own image. In the image of the likeness of his form. And he prepared for him, meaning Hashem prepared for Adam. Mimenu from him, meaning he took a piece from Adam and prepared for him Binyan Adeyad, a building forever, referring to Chava, Baruchat Hashem Yitzar HaAdam, one who forms man. Bracha number four is Sais Tasis Visagel HaAkara, the Akara, the barren one, which is referring to Yerushalayim, should be Sais Tasis, intensely rejoiceful, and Talgel means to be glad. Bekibutz Baneha Lesaycha Besimcha, when her children gather in her in happiness, Baruchat Hashem Mesamech Tzian Bevaneha, one who gladdens Tzian with her children. And Bracha number five, Samech intensely glad and beloved friends, the beloved friends over here that we're talking about are the Chassan and the Kala, like you gladdened your creation in Gan Eden, the one that gladdens Chassan and Kala. And then the sixth bracha, you created Sassan and Simcha, Chassan v'chala, Gila, Rina, Ditsa v'chadva, these are all the shyness of being rejoiceful and being happy, Ahava, love, v'achva, and brotherhood, v'shalom, and peace, v'reos, and Friendship, Mehera, speedily, very quickly, Hashem Aleikenu, Yishama Ba'ar Yehuda, Vachutzis Yushalayim, it should be heard in the cities of Yehuda and in the streets of Yushalayim, Kal Sasan Vakal Simcha, the sound of Sasan and the sound of Simcha, Kal Chasan Vakal Kala, the sound of the Chasan and of the Kala, Kal Metzhalos Chasanim Echupasam, the sound of the Chasanim coming from their Chupas, Unarm Mimishtan and Ginasam, Barchat Hashem, Mesameh Chasan, Imakala, Blessed are you Hashem, that's Mesameh Lechasan with the Kala. That was Bracha number six, and Bracha number seven is Bar Priagafen. Now it's important to point out that the fifth bracha ends Mishameh Chasson Vikala, he's Mishameh Chasson and the Kala, whereas the sixth bracha ends Mishameh Chasson Im HaKala, with the Kala. What's the difference between the two? That's because the fifth bracha is just a request from Hashem that he bless the Chasson and the Kala with good things for the rest of their lives, but it's not directly related to the Chasson and their relationship together. The sixth bracha is a praise to Hashem that he created the concept of marriage and the happiness and close bond that it brings between man and wife. Therefore, it's more apropos to speak of the Chasson with the Kala in the sixth bracha. I think Mark continues, Levi Ikalabe Rebbe Behilud Rebbe Shem Levi visited Rebbe's house when it was the Chasan of Shem and his son. Brech Chamesh, he made only five brachas. Obviously, he made Bar but of the six unique brachas that we just said over here, he only made five of them. He skipped out Yotzer HaAdam. And Rav Asi Iklbe Rav Ashi de Marbere, Rav Asi visited Rav Ashi's house when it was the Chasan of Mar, his son. Brech Shis, he made all six brachas. The Gemara suggests, let's say this is their Machlaikas. Demar Savar Chadi Yitzir Havai, Umar Savar Shtey Yitzir Havai. One Mandarma holds that there was one creation, Adam and Chava were created together, and the other Mandarma holds that there was two creations, first Adam and then Chava. The Gemara in Ervin brings Machlek as how Chava was formed. Was Adam created with his Zanav, an appendage of sorts, and Chava was created from that? Or were they both part of the same form, Adam on one side, Chava on the other, kind of like two people back to back? So according to Mahanda Amr, that it was one creation, we don't need to have two brachas talking about the formation of man. We don't have to have a bracha, Yitzhar 
Adam and another Bracha Asher Yatsar Adam Etzalmai. We only need one of them. According to Mandama, there was two different Yitziras, so we have to have two different Brachas that are talking about Yatsar Adam. So the Gemara says, Loy, that's not what the Machlaikah says. Everyone agrees that there was one Yitzira, one formation. It's just that Marsav or Basar Machshava is leaning one holds that we go Basar the Machshava of Hashem. Marsav or Basar Maisa is leaning the other one holds that we go Basar the Maisa, the actual action of Hashem. Kedra of Yehuda, Rami, Rav Yehuda, Asustira, Ksiv, it says in one Pasuk, Vayivra Alkim Asa Adam Betzalmai, and Hashem created man in his image. Ksiv, but then it says, Zachar and Kiva Bar Um, he created them male and female. So did Hashem just create Adam, or did he create Adam and Chava? So Haketzad, how do we understand this? Betchila Alav Machshava Livra Hashtaim, Ulubasayf Nivra Echad. Originally, there was some sort of Machshava that Hashem had to create two, but in the end, he only created one. Now, this doesn't mean that Hashem had a thought and then he changed his mind, because Hashem's not like us. We change our minds all the time. Hashem doesn't change his mind. And the Mepharshim are quite lengthy over here what that means that Hashem had a thought and then decided to do something else. I think Mark continues Vashi Ekelber of Kahana, Vashi Vizra of Kahana's house, and there was a Chasana, Yemakama, the first day, Brich Kulu, they made all the Brachas, all Shev Brachas. Mikan Ve'elich, from then on, Ieka Panam Chadasha is Brich Kulu, if there was Panam Chadasha, if there was someone new over there, so then they made all the Brachas. Ve'eloi, if there wasn't Panam Chadasha, Afushi Simcha Ba'amahu, it was just an increasing of Simcha, so then Mavarsha Simcha Ma'inai, they just said the Bracha of Shasimcha Ma'inai, this is as we're saying the Zimon, we say Nevarchal Kenu Shasimcha Ma'inai, Shachal Mishalai, and Vashabara, they said the last Bracha of the Shev Brachas, which is Ashabara, but they didn't say all the Shev Brachas because there wasn't Panam Chadashas. Now, another Halacha, Mishabah Vachlashim, from seven days after the Chasana until 30 days after the Chasana, Bain Amalhu Machmas Hilula, Bain Loy Amalhu Machmas Hilula, whether he told guests that he invited to his house that this is because of the Chasana, or he didn't even tell them that it was because of the Chasana. He invited them to his house, he had a whole Sudan, he didn't tell them why he invited them. They're still going to say Shasimcha Omainai. So imagine that it's three weeks after the Chasana, your friend invites you to his house for a meal, the Chasana and Kala are there, and then at benching, they say Shasimcha Omainai. He didn't even tell you that this is a meal because of the Simcha of the Chasana. It's three weeks after the Chasana. Nonetheless, we're going to say Shasimcha Omainai. Now, Mikan Ve'elech, from 30 days and on, if he tells them this Suda is because of the Chasana, so then they're going to say Shasimcha Omainai. But if he doesn't tell them that this Suda is because of the Chasana, so then they're not going to say Shasimcha Omainai. The Let's say he invites them and he tells them that this is because of the Chasana. This is because of the Simcha we had a Chasana a while ago. Until when are they going to be able to say Shasimcha Omainai? He says, until 12 months. So imagine 11 months after the Chasana, you get invited to a meal, and he says, This is because of the Chasana from 11 months ago. That's why we're making the Suda. They're going to say Shasimcha Omainai. The Gemara continues asking, Even from before the Chasana, when are we going to start saying Shasimcha Omainai if we have a meal because of the Simcha that we're about to be making a Chasana? When are we going to start saying Shasimcha Omainai? Amr Papa, he says, Musari Basinta, from when they put the barley into the barrel and they start preparing the beer, that means there's already serious preparations for the Chasana. The Gemara says, is that really so? Bahar Rav Papa, Yasak Abba Marbure, Rav Papa had made an engagement for his son, Ubrich Mishas Erosin, and ready from the time of the Erosin, which is way before putting barley into the bucket for the beer, he already started making this bracha Shasimcha Omainai. So Gemara says, no, Shani Rav Papa, Rav Papa is different to Havatarchleis because they were doing the preparations for him. So in Rav Papa's eyes, the Simcha, the Chasana, already started from the Erosin. But for other people that actually have to be involved in the preparations for the Chasana, the real Simcha begins only when they start preparing for the Chasana. A story about this Ravina Yasak Lelebrei, Bey Rav Chaviva. Ravina made a shidduch for his son with the household of Rav Chaviva, meaning with the daughter of Rav Chaviva. Ubarach Mishas Erosin, and Ravina started making the bracha Shasimcha Omainai already from the time of Erosin. So Amar, he explained himself by saying, I'm very certain that they're not going to go back on the shidduch and they're going to follow the shidduch all the way through. And therefore, we could already start making the bracha Shasimcha Omainai from the time of the Erosin. But then the Gemara tells us, so it didn't end up working out. And Rav Chaviva was chayzer, and he reneged on the shidduch, he went back on it, and they ended up breaking the shidduch. Another story, Rav Tachlifa bar Marava, Ikel Abavel. Rav Tachlifa, who was from Marava, he was from Eretz Yisrael, he visited Bavel, he was at Chasana, and they gave him the covet of making the Sheva brachas, Brich Shis Arichta. He added in a whole bunch of words to the bracha of Shakal 
Adam, and therefore he had to conclude with a bracha as well. But the Gemara says, is not like him. Reb Chaviva visited a bris mila. He was at a bris mila. He said the bracha of is not like him either. Why don't we say by bris mila? That's because they're somewhat preoccupied, which means there isn't a full 100% simcha at a bris mila. They like Tzara because there was some sort of pain that the child went through, so we can't say Shasim Chal Now we're going to be comparing and contrasting a chasana with Avelos. Chasanim can be counted as part of the minion. Avelim, mourners, cannot be counted as part of the minion. The Gemara asks, so we have a brisa. Chasanim Avelim min minion. Chasanim and Avelim are part of the minion. The Gemara asks, Masnisa Karamis Alei de Rav. You're using a brisa and asking that as a question on Rav. Rav Tana Hu Apolig. Even though Rav is technically considered Amira, since he was at the end of the period of the Tanaim, he could argue on a brisa. So you can't use a brisa to ask on Rav. But here we have a different version of this anyway. Itmaro stated, Amrav Yitzchok, Amrav Yechanan, Chasanim min minion, Ve'en Avelim min minion. Chasanim are part of the minion, and Avelim are not part of the minion. Maybe we have a steer from a brisa. Chasanim ve'Avelim in a minion. So we see from this brisa that Avelim are part of the minion. So now we have to answer this question on Rabbi Yechonon because Rabbi Yechonon is not allowed to argue with the brisa. So Chasanim is on top. We answer Kitanya he that brisa that says that Avelim are part of the minion. That's a brichas hamazin. That's talking about benching. Avelim are allowed to be part of benching. Kika Amar Rabbi Yechonon. When did Rabbi Yechonon say that Avelim are not part of the minion? Beshura. That's talking about the shura. The shura is the road that they used to form after the kvura, and people would pass by him, and they would be menachem him. They would say words of comfort and consolation to him. He's now to be part of that minion. As the Gemara of Elohad Amar Yitzchok Amar Yechonon Mevarchem Berchas Chasanim Ba'Asara, we say Berchas Chasanim, which is the Shevar Berchas with ten people. The Chasanim Min Aminyan and the Chasanim is allowed to be part of those ten people. Or Berchas Avelim Ba'Asara and Berchas Avelim, some sort of bracha that said with Avelim is also done with ten people. The Ein Avelim Min Aminyan and the Avelim cannot be part of that minion. Bracha B'Shura Mi'Ika is there really a bracha when we do this Shura after the Kvura when they line up to be Menachem him? There's no bracha that's said over there. So Gemara says you're right. Elki Kamar Yechonon. When did Yechonon say Zalacha Berachava? When they were out in the street having the Suda after they came back into the city from the Kvura, they would set up a Suda in the street and they would eat in the street. And over there, there's a bracha, and he's not allowed to be part of that bracha. As the Gemara of El Hadam Rav Yitzchok Amar Biyechon and Mivarchem Bichas Chasanim Ba'Asara Kol Sheva, that we say she have brachas for seven days with ten people. V'Chasanim Min Aminyan and the Chasanim are allowed to be part of that. Bichas Avelim Ba'Asara Kol Sheva. Bichas Avelim is made with ten people all seven days of Avelus. V'Ein Avelim Aminyan and Avelim cannot be counted as part of this bracha. So here's the question: Bichas Rechava Kol Sheva Miyeka. Do we have this bracha in the Rechava in the street? Meaning, do we make this Suda in the street for all seven days of Avelus? It's only right when they come back from the Kavura, when they enter the city, but not for all seven days of Avelus. The Gemara says, no, We will make this Birchas Avelim when we have Panam Chadashis, when we have new people there, so it is possible. Now, what exactly is this Birchas Avelim that we've been talking about, this Bracha that's made in the house of an Avel? So we have a very long story about this. Rechiyabar Abba was the Cheder teacher of the sons of Rishlakesh, Mikri is specifically a person that teaches Psukim. Some say, that he taught the Mishnayas. A child of Rechiyabar Abba died. The first day of the Avelim, so Rishlakesh didn't go to visit him, he wanted to leave him to his own. The next day, Rishlakish led Yehuda Bar who was his Maturgamon, to the house of the Shiva of Rav Chiyabar Abba. Now, what exactly is a Maturgamon? So, it used to be back in the day that the Rav, who would give the Shear, would say a few words in a very low voice, and then his Maturgamon, who was his spokesperson, would say it in a very loud voice and explain it to everyone that was listening. So, Yehuda Bar was Rishlakish's Maturgamon. They went together to Rav Chiyabar Abba's house. So, Amalei Rishlakish told Yehuda Bar get up and say something regarding the child. Pasach v'amar, so Yehuda Bar-Nachmeni stood up and he said, Bayar Hashem, and Hashem saw Bayinatz, and he was provoked, Mikas Banu because of the anger of his sons and daughters. And what do we learn from here? Darsha Ovas Minatz Makash Baruch a generation where the fathers provoke Hashem, Kayas Al-Banayim Valbanayim Seim, Umesim Shem Ketanim, he gets angry at their sons and daughters, and they die when they're young. Vekit Amri, and some say, Bachar Hava, the son of Rav Chiyabar Abba that died, was really a 
younger. He was a young man. And this is what Yehuda Bar Nachmani told him. The Pasuk says, Al al Therefore, about his Bachurim, Hashem will not rejoice. And Hashem will not have mercy on the orphans and widows. Because they all are hypocrites and evil. And every mouth speaks nivel. And even with all these troubles that Kalei goes through, Hashem's anger hasn't subsided. And his hand is still outstretched. We just pause and ask, What does that mean, his hand is still outstretched? Everyone knows why the cow is going to the Chuppah. Everyone knows what's going to happen the night of the Chasunah. Anyone that degrades his own mouth and he says something very degrading, he says a nivel and he speaks out what's going to be happening in the Chasunah night. Even if he has a Gzardin signed for him of 70 years of good that Hashem is going to give him, Nepach of Lerot is going to turn around for the bad. So either which way, Yehuda Bar Nechmeni got up and said something pretty harsh about this child that died. And so now the Gemara asks, he came to Menachem him to console him. So Uri Kamatzarele, he ended up painting him by saying something really mean. It seems to be that he's insinuating the reason why Rechia Abba's child died is because of his own sins. The Gemara says, no, this is what he was telling him. You're so chashiv that you could take on the sins of the generation. This is because of the sins of the generation and you're chashiv, you're important enough that you're the one that's taking the fall for everyone. Not everyone's that chashiv. And Amr Leir Shlakish continued telling Yehuda Get up and say something for the Shavach, for the praise of Hashem. Pasach Ma'amar, he opened and he said, Hakel HaGadol, Beroiv Gadloi, the great Hashem in His infinite greatness, Adir V'chazak, Beroiv Nairais, Mechayim Eis Ma'amarai, He brings the dead to life with His word, Oisuk Dailas Ha'ein Cheker, V'neflais Ha'ein Mispar, Baruch HaTo Hashem, Mechayim HaMesim. Amr'alei, so then Rishlakish told Yehudah Bar Nechmeini, Kom Eim HaMelsa Kenegad Avelim, Say something for the Avelim, for the mourners. Pasach Ma'amar, he opened and he said, Achenu, our brothers, Hamugaim Hamadukaim, the ones that are troubled and crushed, Be'evil Hazet, with this morning, you should pay attention to the following thing. This is going to be forever, meaning death is going to be around forever. It's a pathway already from the six days of creation. Many drank it and many will drink it. Like the drinking of the first one, that's like the drinking of the second one. Our brothers, the one that has all the consolation, he should console you, obviously referring to Hashem. just asks on this, it makes sense to say that many did drink the cup of death. But he shouldn't say that many will drink the cup of death. It makes sense to say that the first people, they drank the cup of death. He shouldn't say that people will later drink the cup of death. Why is that? A person should never open his mouth to the Satan, meaning he should never give the Satan an opening to do something. And by saying that many will drink the cup of death, now you're, so to speak, giving the Satan the opportunity to have more people drink that cup of death. And Amr Vyasev, he says, Micro, what's the Pasuk that supports this? The Navi says, We were almost like Sudaim and compared to Amaira, meaning we were almost completely destroyed. My Haderlei, what did Hashem respond to the Navi? Once the Navi said that we were almost like Sudaim, Hashem said, Listen to the words of Hashem, chiefs of Sudaim. So we see that the Navi compared Klai Yisrael to Sudaim. So now, so to speak, there was an ability to call Klai Yisrael Sudaim. So Al a person should be careful. But now we go back to our story. Amr Lei, Rish Lakish told Yehuda Bar Nachmeni, Get up and say something to the people that came to comfort the Avelim. Pasach Bamar, he opened and said, Achenu chasadim, Our brothers, ones that are doing chesed, chasadim, Sons of ones that do chesed, avinu, The ones that are holding on to the bris of Avim Avinu, Our brothers, Bal molchem, Their master of reward, he should pay you your dues, he should give you your reward. Say something for all of Klai Yisrael. Pasach Bamar, he opened and said, Master of the world, you should redeem, rescue, save, and bring salvation to your nation, Yisrael.
Yisrael, min hadever from plague, min hacherven from sword, min abiza and from plunder, min hashidafen, min hayuraka, and these are things that can ruin crops, min komenei parani samstrakshe subayis lo'elam, and for all sorts of plagues and punishments that gather and come to the world. Terem nikra, before we call out, va'atosana, you answer. Baruch ha'ta, blessed are you that gathers in the plague. So here in our very lengthy story, we had this birchas avelam that we were talking about before. And amr ulav, amr ulav, masizatana, asar kasis tiknu chacham in beisa avel, that they should drink 10 cups of wine in a base of Avel. Why is that? Because the Pasuk Mishlei says, Tenu nefesh. Give Sheikher, which is like strong drink or strong wine, to Ayved, the one who's mourning or the one who's lost something, and give wine to someone who's bitter of soul. So they're going to drink wine to try to lighten their spirits. When is it that they're going to drink these 10 cups of wine? Three before they start eating. In order to open up his stomach, make it easier to eat. Three while they're eating. In order to settle the food in the stomach. And four after eating. One corresponding to the bracha of Hazan, one corresponding to the second bracha of Birch Samazin, one corresponding to the third bracha of Birch Samazin, and one corresponding to the fourth bracha of Birch Samazin. And that's a total of ten. Now the Gemara tells us, they added on to drink another four cups. One is in honor of the Chazani Ha'ir. These are the Chavar Kaddish the people that are always involved in taking care of things for the city. And one is in honor of the very wealthy people of the city that spend a lot of money on burying poor people that don't have the money. One is in honor of the Beis HaMikdash, and one in honor of Gamliel. Once they started drinking this extra four cups of wine, people started getting drunk, and that's not proper. So they went back to the original Takana of only ten cups of wine. The Gemara now asks Myram Gamliel, what exactly is this cup of wine that they're drinking for Am Gamliel? It used to be that all the money they had to spend on burying the mace was harder for them than the person actually dying. Why is that? Because they used to bury him in very expensive silk clothing that the were made out of silk and everything was so expensive, it was so difficult for them to bury their dead. They would just leave the dead person and run away because they didn't have money to bury him. And Tom Gamliel came along and he treated himself very lightly. And they took him out in simple linen clothing. So after him, everyone adopted the minute that they just came out in simple linen clothing. That's what they would bury the dead in. And Amar Papa, he tells us, The is to bury in very simple clothing, even if they're just made out of canvas and they only cost a zuz. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with a Velt Sugyo, one of the very famous Sugyos of Masechus Ksubes. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.